Um, yeah, I mean, you all knew I was going to shoot a logo three for the record. Come on now. <laughs> As Jeff Parles predicted yesterday on Sports by the Book, she'd hit a three from the logo for the record. Well done. Make sure you check out Sports by the Book later today at 3 o'clock. All right, good. <laughs> Welcome to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. And today's show, well, we'll we're going we're gonna to go around a lot of different sports. We got music, and uh, we're going to go all over the place, just like a Caitlin Clark shot, shot chart. Take a look at this. This is a time lapse. It's about 30 seconds. Ryan, this is every shot she's hit in her career. In her career, yeah. I mean, as you can see, she's just throwing up deep threes. Of course, she gets the record. She passes Kelsey Plum from the University of Washington as the all-time NCAA women's basketball scoring leader. I mean, she just fills it up. Hopefully, she'll be in the three-point contest. That looks like a New Year's Eve uh, in Las Vegas. It looks Vegas. like fireworks on the Strip, <laughs> doesn't it? It really does. She is just amazing. So, Congratulations to her. Not only did she need eight points last night for the record, she's like, all right, I'll get 49. I'm a, I'll put 49 in. Yeah, set a career high. Set a career high with 49 points. Now, the other game that you guys are probably wondering about was the big Penguins matchup versus the Chicago Blackhawks, me being the Penguins fan. Ryan, our producer, who you haven't seen yet, of course. No, they, uh, they oh, see you right there. Now. There he is. Uh, we had a bet. If the Penguins didn't win by more than one and a half goals, I was going to jump into a swimming pool, polar plunge. I was going to jump in. To a very cold pool, but uh, if not, Ryan had to come in dressed as a penguin. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is how good Ryan is. Uh, maybe yeah, he's I was. I just want to mention that I was set up for failure in this. We <laughs> we knew the Penguins were going to win. I wanted that extra goal and a half, but it wouldn't have mattered. The extra goal, one. yeah, because of an empty netter. Right, well, it still counts. Uh, yes, but had it not, I would have been good. Now, how come one the mouse the not moving? Do we not have AI that could have made the mouth move? I guess we're a live show. Anyway. Uh, so Ryan is not in his chair, ladies and gentlemen. It's the first time. It's very strange. Ryan is sitting next to me. No, I'm in. I'm in the chair. You're in. The, oh, that is him. I'm ruining the illusion. Uh, Ryan, are you? In, are you a plushie? Are you into furries? Are I'm you a, a furry? I'm a penguin. No, that's actually. Um, it's got. It's it's Aubrey's uh, stuffed plush. It's got her heartbeat in it. Oh come on. Yeah, we got that at a a 4D ultrasound. He just had a baby, uh, Andrew, and we'll we'll introduce you to Andrew in a second. Who's here? He just had a baby two weeks ago, baby daughter Aubrey. Oh, that's got a little heartbeat. Oh, that's yeah, very nice. Yeah. Do, do you feel weird out here? Do you want to go back to your chair? Or that is you. Do you want to turn into a human again? <laughs> yes, I would like okay, to turn into a Okay, here comes the magic again. trick, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, very good. So, yeah, the Penguins won four to one. I did not have to jump into a very cold pool, but I was willing to do it. You guys know I'll do anything for the show. Uh, and that Caitlin Clark. We have more on Caitlin Clark later. Um, yeah, I didn't have to jump into the pool, which I'm very. On the show today, in just a few minutes. A uh, gentleman who I've already met, I'm very excited to talk to him, sitting in the studio live, Andrew Hill, who is in the Forever Fab, oh, let me try it again, the Forever Fab, a tribute to the Beatles. The show is here at the South Point this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, you know, we're just bringing him in right now. Andrew Hill is here, ladies and gentlemen. Yay, Andrew is here. Hey. Yay for Andrew. Hey. Andrew, uh, 60 years ago, 60 years 60 ago this years month, ago. Yes. the Beatles came to America. I've seen the footage a million times. Yes. Go to the Ed Sullivan Show, Ed Sullivan Show. And they've changed music forever, and here you are. Here I am. 60 years, 60 years later. Still making money off it. Yes. <laughs> a lot of people are making money off of it. Why not you? No, it was a, just a, a day that changed music forever. Yeah. You know, um, it's just one of those iconic things, and it hasn't been beaten. There's the Beatles, then there's everyone else. It really is. I, and I've been fortunate to see McCartney live, I mm. guess, four times now. Yeah, he's great. When he first came back in the early 90s, I saw that tour. I saw that tour, oh, too, in Australia. Oh, my God. Yeah. And when Live and Let Die happened and the fireworks went off, 
scared the crap yep. out of me. Yep. But I mean, he did. Maybe I'm amazed. Even, you know, he was hit everything and still 80 years old. He's out there doing it. I saw him at SoFi in mm -hmm. Los Angeles. Yep. 80,000 people. And he still comes out and he puts on a hell of a show. All about the catalog. All the catalog. It's all oh about God. the catalog. So tell us about the show, the Forever Fab, that you're going to be doing this weekend here at the South. This Park. weekend, okay. The show we've we've been here about 16 times. Oh so my far. God! So we have we have a lot of locals that come and see the show, and we love it, and that's great. So what we do, it's 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 two shows. We do Forever Fab. We do the best of the Beatles in the show, and then we have 60s Mania. We're out of the show. So we do all the great groups from the 60s because the Beatles influenced so many other groups from the 60s. Yeah. As I mentioned earlier in the show, you know, America was going through a big issue in 64. Sure. And that was Pat Boone. You know, that, <laughs> he was recording all the black songs. It and was horrible. Uh, Tutti Fruity. I've seen the video of him singing Tutti Fruity. Correct. Oh, Rudy. Oh, Rudy. <laughs> but it was just a, a bad time. There was, a, whereas in England at that time, all the groups were very playing all the great rock and roll music from America Chuck Berry, Little yeah. Richard, all the great stuff that had been forgotten here. Yeah. Um, and everything back here was. Very, very syrupy and very, very wussy. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> yeah. It was just like cringy. Right. The Beatles came in overnight. That all changed. Yeah. Groups popped up. People looked and said, hey, they're playing and writing their own songs. We can do that yeah. too. And they were in turn, you know, influenced by Buddy Holly and 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 Buddy Elvis Holly and the Crickets, one yeah. of my favorite bands. Love Buddy Holly because Buddy Holly, dorky looking guy with glasses, yeah. sang his own songs, recorded his own songs, controlled yeah. his own songs. And that was a huge influence to, yeah, to the guys Yeah, they really looked up to Buddy Holly, yeah. They didn't have to go to Tin Pan Alley to get their songs given to them right, by the songwriters, right. by the producers, yeah. So it made all the difference. And the thing with the Beatles is there was still so much interest because it's 60 years. Right. Right? You speak to any rock and roll band from Billy Joel to, to, to um, you know, Sharon, you know, Ozzy Osbourne, and <laughs> Any of those, Sharon, Brian Wilson, anyone. Yeah. And they'll all say, and they'll say, well, the Beatles. It's the Beatles. The Beatles. I mean, Billy Joel was just on Howard Stern the other day. I'm a massive Billy Joel fan. And he talks about McCartney called him about his new song. Yeah. Billy Joel's first song in 30 years. McCartney called and said, it's a beautiful song. And, you know, he's, that's all I needed to hear. Yeah. As long as Paul told me, you know, well, that's it. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Billy Joel was in, a, he's in Australia touring. He was the M MS, MCG with the, the Melbourne cricket ground, the big stadium there. Uh, a couple of nights ago, and he said, "Well, you know, it's sixty years ago tonight. This is the first song that oh, all he, my loving. He did yeah. all my loving. Yes, on, he did. I on, saw the clip. Saw the clip. So he did that. Now you're Australian. I am Australian. Okay, right. But I'm an American now. Okay, good. I'm a proud American. <laughs> Very good. It took me ten years, but I'm there. Oh, good for you. Yeah. yeah. But um, so I, it's it's remarkable your resemblance to Paul. I mean, not obviously. really. My I've... bank my bank account proves otherwise. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Oh, but you you, you look you you. I, you're, I, you're kind of. looking at your mouth and yeah. you have the same mm, uh, the yeah dopey look yeah yeah right. yeah. <laughs> yeah no it's 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 part of the look you know i mean there, there's certain groups certain groups if people are doing like a tribute or a, or a thing it's just like an actor sure so if you're going to do muhammad ali you're not going to cast a bald white guy who's 300 right. pounds <laughs> you're going to try and cast the guy that looks like muhammad you ali are, yes. because the believability needs to be there. Yes. And same with certain groups. There are certain groups where no one has a clue who they look like. You said, what's the Steve Miller band look like? Right. No one would have a clue. Right. Other bands such as ABBA, the Stones, the Beatles. Yeah. You know, to a degree, everyone knows what they look like. Yeah. You know, Eagles, well, they just look like, you know, country <laughs> country dudes. Guys with jeans and jeans, and, jeans and, yeah, and, right. and, and three day growth. <laughs> but there's certain groups that, that, visually are so strong looking 
you know, and that's the whole element of what makes a group successful to a degree. It's the imagery. It's someone in the audience, you know, back then in 64 says, I like Ringo. He's my favorite. Right. Or I like George or I like Paul. That doesn't happen nowadays. No. It does. With, it does over the K-pop groups. Yes, it does. It does. Yeah. So the boy groups that copied that thing of having, he's the rough looking guy. Right. He's the rebel. Right. He's the cute boy. He's the boy next door. Like new kids on the block did that. He's the bad boy. They all Donnie do Wahlberg, it. And he's the good looking. And that's specific casting by the producers to do that. There's a reason, sure. a psychological reason, because every girl likes someone different. Yeah. You know, and the Beatles were that. You know, they're all four guys, but all four of them had great personalities. Amazing. And by the way, uh, February 16th, 1967, this date in Beatles history. Yes. Looked up a fact. Mm -hmm. uh, they recorded Good Morning, Good Morning today. There you go. There you go. Uh, now, so what do you take them, take take us through the Beatle era? Do you we, start we, we, we try and cover the early Beatles, then we do some of the later stuff, the Sgt. Pepper's. Sure. So, so people, there's three main looks for the Beatles. There's the early suit look, sure. the Ed Sullivan, you know, everyone's looking right. the same and sharp and bowing at the, the end. Horrifically yeah. long hair that went to their collar, <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, outrageous, outrageous. <laughs> and then people remember the Sergeant Pepper's period because sure. it was just so flamboyant and yeah. like, wow. And then you just remember the let it be, sure. I don't care less look, you know. Like where, the Apple special where yes. they're all Yeah, just got the beers and, and they just, and they got their own individuality. Yeah. So we kind of cover the early Beatles and the Sgt. Peppers period awesome. in the show, which is the main part people yeah. love, you know, it's the visual stuff. And then in the 60s mania, we cover all those great groups like the Stones and okay. the Hollies and the Kinks and the Beach Boys, all the groups that have association. And we have... Uh, Vanessa in the show, Vanessa Legrand, she's our singer, the girl in the show. Okay. And what she does is great because she covers all the groups, the girl, female singers from that period. So when we're doing a costume change, she's on stage singing to Sir With Love. I was going to, Lulu. Lulu. Yes. Or Downtown or. Boots Are Made For Walking. Boots Are Made For Walking. I knew for some reason that would be one of the songs. So we do these songs and they're songs that not a lot of groups do. Right. They don't do them. And as soon as we do them, people in the audience go, oh, I love this song. Yeah. And they all know because, you know, if you've got a movie coming out and it's like, eh, this is a pretty average movie. Let's, <laughs> let's put some 60s songs there in there to go. make it to make it pop. I think, is it Norman Greenbaum, Spirit in the Sky? Mm -hmm. He said he made more money from just being in movie trailers than he did from the song when it was released. Because Spirit in the Sky, but yep. it's in every he's, movie trailer. He's living off the royalties, that one song. That's all you need. You need one hit, Ryan. <laughs> one hit. Oh, Ryan, you're back to being a human being. You're not a penguin anymore. Uh, what are some of your favorite Beatles songs to perform? Some of the Beatles songs, uh, some of the favorites are probably the early songs, like A Hard Day's Night and Help, the sure. film songs. They're great. Um, some of the later songs, such as like Penny Lane. Oh, yeah. Uh, we even do Magical Mystery Tour. Oh, wow. We've, um, you know, we, we've covered so many Beatles songs, you know, and they're all just really, really good. You know, they're just so well-structured and just, you know, the harmonies and the vocals. Uh, the best. And you got to have the vocals because people say, I'm going to start a Beatle band. They're bloody hard songs to sing. Yeah. They are not. Well, you had three vocalists, right? Three vocalists I mean, and they're yeah. all great singers. Yeah. You know, and you've got McCartney. If you listen to McCartney in that period, his range was insane. Yeah. He'd be singing a ballad like Till There Was You. Then he'd be screaming out I'm Down or Long Tall Sally. <laughs> yeah. People don't under, uh, underestimate what an incredible vocalist he yeah, was. he's amazing. And you he's know? still going. Uh, you mentioned Penny Lane. Penny Lane and Strawberry Fields, those clips. Double A-side. Uh, they, they aired on Top of the Pops today, the retransmission of them. My dad had 16-millimeter projector when we were kids. He yeah. had a lot of movie trailers. But he had those two videos of Penny Lane wow. and Strawberry Fields. On 16 mil. On 16 millimeter with sound. And we would watch him in the living room. Oh, my God. Every, and he'd have all the neighborhood over. And we'd have that these big parties. That is so cool. So th those are like the first music videos I ever saw. 
You are coming tonight to the show or this weekend, I hope. I, I, I'm going to try to come Sunday. I would love to come, come Sunday. Sunday night. Come Sunday night. I, th- You'll listen, see I'm your a, favorite songs. <laughs> I'm a big Beatles fan. And last question, have yep. you ever met Paul or seen Paul? Or I mean, you've seen him I've live. I've seen obviously. him live so many times in concert back in Australia when I lived yeah. there. So when he first came out of retirement, it was great. Yeah. It was like, it was like you know, a religious awakening. It really going, is. Going to see that, you know, and everyone in the whole audience is bawling their eyes out. Yeah. You know? um, I haven't met him. Been close. Oh yeah. I've seen him drive by and wave. Oh no, <laughs> that counts. That was that counts. That counts uh, yeah. in my book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but uh, I haven't met Ringo. Wow. Um, uh, and I got close. I, I went to George's house once. We were playing in Australia on Hamilton Island. Okay. And that's when George had a house on Hamilton Island. Oh wow. He had a house there. Unfortunately, he had to leave because everyone in Australia knew his address. <laughs> so before the internet, they yes, that's how big he the, was. The the the. Uh, <laughs> Living in anom- anonymously didn't work, so he said enough. So he went. He went to. Uh, he went to the Big Island, Hawaii. Had a house there. Wow. On on um on the road there. What's that? The road to road to Hana. Uh, yep. The road to Hana. That horrible, <laughs> winding, just, boring road. Just say syllables and yeah, just say and... syllables. <laughs> Leave out letters. But you know, I I haven't met them. I know people who have. I met a lot of other people. I met like the Everly Brothers. I, oh yeah, I've sure. Met Don and Phil and Don and Phil Everly. That funny story they talked about when they first met the Beatles. Yeah. So, good story. So, they said, you want to hear the story? I said, yeah. He said, well, we're invited over to do a Christmas show with Brian. Brian Epstein has all the packages and all these right. Christmas shows for a month at a theater that he owned. So, he'd bring in all the, there'd be like seven or eight acts on the bill. They'd only do their 20 minutes each. So, they had a, a dinner party at Brian's house. So, I said, you know, went there and they were there and meeting all these people. And they met, uh, first they met um, John. Right. And John was not a happy drunk. Okay. <laughs> he was not a good drunk. Okay. He was kind of a bit of a mean drunk. And he met uh, met, met John and said, oh, you know, hi, you know, it's Don Phil, you know, and said, he's put his hand up like the queen like, to kiss his, kiss his hand. <laughs> right. And they're thinking, you rude bastards. Yeah, right. right. They're thinking, really? <laughs> right. So then they met Paul and Paul's like, oh. He was all over, like yeah, so wake gracious. Up little Susie, yeah, all like, the heads. Yeah. Well, he loved me. He said, "You guys are so good. You're my influence, and love you guys." And they were talking music. Met George. George could hardly talk. <laughs> George was so just, just he was a you know just so star starstruck. Yeah. Then they met Ringo. Ringo was drunk as well. <laughs> he didn't even turn around. He put his hand behind them to, to shake their hand. He didn't even turn to look at them. So they thought, right? He said, "But we got the last laugh." I said, "What do you mean?" said, when we did our reunion concert in 1980 at the Royal Albert Hall, we got yeah. back together after wanting to kill each other for 10 years. Yeah, right. They got back together. Everyone who's anyone flew in. Tom Petty, everyone flew in to see the show. Yeah. It was history. So backstage, they went backstage after the show in the green room and all the celebrities were there. And they bought a big Everly Brothers acoustic guitar to give as a gift to George because they knew he loved guitars. Wow. So this big dovetail acoustic. So... You know, Ringo and George were there together. So gave the guitar to George. George, oh man, thank you so much. Thank you. You know, you shouldn't have done he that. He showed the respect, right? Showed the respect. And Ringo's, oh, where's mine? You know, <laughs> and they both turned around and put their hands <laughs> behind their back. <laughs> did the reverse and, it. Yeah, did the reverse it. Yep. I was an a-hole. Got him back. Yep. Hey, Ringo yep. knew it. He knew it. He said, I knew. He I said, love it. I was a bad drunk. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, there's the flyer again. A tribute to the Beatles. It is the Why Am I the Forever Fab plus this. What do you call the sixties mania? mania. Yeah. Sixties Mania. February. That's today. February sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth. All weekend at the South Point Showroom at seven thirty p.m. Showtime. Can't wait to see it. And also 
Uh, Chris Andrews, who's watching probably our sportsbook director, is a giant Curb Your Enthusiasm hang fan on, as well. Hang on. Latte Larry's. There it is. It's the better beans. Better than better Mocha beans. Joe. And no wobbly tables. <laughs> yeah, the wobbly tables. Oh, my God. Andrew, what a thrill for coming. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate being here. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. All right. We're going to get back on with the show. Thank you, Andrew. Thank I, you, man. Unbelievable. All right. So uh, we got to go on. What are we moving on to? Oh, it's show. We got to say the date. It's February 16th, 2024. It's National Almond Day, by the way. Uh, do you like almonds, Ryan? Yeah, I don't mind almonds. I like almonds. I smokehouse almonds. But the problem is that you, every time you mention almonds, the, the new people, the woke people tell you that it costs $1,600 to make a pound of almonds, to water the tree forever. Oh and God. it's something ridiculous. But I go, that's a great story. And I throw a mouthful of my. <laughs> it's a good thing that wasn't on camera. That didn't look good. All right, good. Thank you. All right. Uh, it's show number 91 for us here at Punchlines. And I know, Ryan, you did something special. You have a collage for us, yeah, correct? Yeah, I put together a collage. We always like to do a collage of famous athletes who wore the number 91. You got to lead off the hockey player who I don't know. Who is that? There are more hockey players than normal. There's oh, my God. Well, it is the 90s. Yeah, yeah the 90 yeah. numbers. So we got Steven Stamkos. Oh, that's Stamkos. All yeah, right. He's played over 1,000 games in his career, all at the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, won back-to-back -back cups with them uh, 2020 and 2021. All right. Um, and then we've got Leslie O'Neill. Um, do you recognize that name or no? I do. Yeah, he played okay. for the Chargers, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, Leslie O'Neill. I see yeah. that one. Yeah, Chargers, Rams, and uh, the Chiefs. Oh, Tamba Hall. I believe he was a Penn State yeah. guy. Tamba Hall, yeah. Yeah, Tamba Hall, yeah. He was Penn State. Uh, and then there's another hockey player. Not, I can't pronounce that yes. name. Well, yeah. That's Vladimir Tarasenko. Yeah, I knew that. He, he terrorized my Blackhawks when he was a blue. Um, <laughs> then he got traded to Ottawa, and now he's a, a New York Ranger. Um, and then Tyler Sagan, the guy in the middle, uh, plays for the Dallas Stars. He won a cup with the Boston Bruins Okay. Um, his rookie year in 2010. And then you know the next one I know, Kevin Green right there. Yeah. Kevin Green, who sadly passed away. Uh, Hall of Famer. Really started his career with the Rams, came to the Steelers, went to the Super Bowl, didn't win. Um, but a, a great, and if you look, he's on the top 10 of sacks. You'd be shocked at how many sacks he did have. He was great with the Steelers. The Rams, his early years, he was just a, a beast. He still was with the Steelers. Yeah. I feel like he should have been the hashtag one in the bottom right-hand corner, but instead you put Fletcher Cox. Yes, yes. Well, Kevin Green, after he left the Steelers, he went to the Panthers. He did go to the Panthers, yeah. that's right. And then he won Defensive Player of the Year his first year there, and then he signed with the Niners. Did he really? God, yeah. he won Defensive Player of the Year for the, the Panthers. Yeah. Steelers then, usually yeah. don't give up at the, at the wrong time on players. God, I forgot about that, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then Fletcher Cox, um, all 2010s uh, Hall of Fame member. Well, not Hall of Fame yet, but all 2010s. Won a Super Bowl in 2017. With the Eagles, um, six-time Pro Bowler, over-under, I'll, I'll ask you, over-under 80 sacks. On Fletcher Cox? Yes, for Fletcher Cox. Well, I'm going to, I'll go over. Under. Oh, really? How many? 70. Okay, well. Then only only 70. You embarrassed me on the show. Is that what you're trying to do? Trying to embarrass me? I tried to, I tried to give you a. <laughs> He's bitter about the penguin. Time. Yeah, no, I would have thought, yeah, he was a great player for many, 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 many years. I should have said it lower because I, I figured you would go over. Yeah, right. Overs. Yeah, I always Frankie over. Yeah. I take everything over. Uh, Andrew, we don't mean to keep you. I mean, uh, you can go if you... Okay, what? <laughs> I just don't no, want you to think you that you didn't have to stick around. I just sit here. No, you can disrespect. We're, we're very loose here. Take your back. <laughs> By the way, I saw that uh, Paul McCartney's lost base was just discovered. Did you see that? It was after like 60 years or 50 years. 50 years. And they got it back in an attic. Yeah, it's not looking good, though. It uh, needs a bit of TLC. Right. And is he getting it back? Yep, he's already he's got gonna, it. He's already got yep. it. Very cool. All right, make sure you go see I, the Beatles show. We got to go see this. Yeah, Beatles yeah. Show. See you Sunday. We're coming. I'll see you Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, I didn't want him to sit there. This Thank is you. how polite of a man he is. Thank you for coming, Andrew. Yes, that, that was great. Thank you, Andrew. Thank Don't you. forget you, Andrew. your valuable computer there.
Outstanding <laughs> stories. Uh, Everly Brothers, my mom's favorite. Uh, and the two-point vote, that's, that's why the Beatles loved him. <laughs> this guy, I loved hearing his stories. He's telling Beatles stories I've never heard. That was tremendous, man. What a great show that's going to be over there. Uh, and thank you to Michael uh, Libinati, our entertainment director here at the South Point, for lining up these acts to come over. That guy was awesome. Uh, we have all our posts with punchlines, but I also see on camera we have our guy. Should we talk? I didn't even billboard him and say he was going to be on the show because we were so excited that Andrew was here. Uh, listen, I want to remind you guys, uh, Ryan and I, we still have all the posts with Punch Science, some great videos. We're also going to talk about some future bets in baseball and NASCAR prop bets. Uh, our own Brendan Gaughan, uh, if you're a NASCAR fan, Brendan Gaughan, uh, just retired from NASCAR not too long ago. He is now doing a, li uh, a live show here every Thursday at 10 called Gone Racing. And he did it this week. He did it live from Daytona with his partner, Jeff Motley. The two of them are outstanding. And we're going to give you their picks for this weekend's NASCAR race, the Daytona 500. We have the sheets here. So we're going to do that later in the show. We'll end with that. But we have our guy here, Spencer, who I didn't even, I didn't even get a chance to say he was here today. I didn't even realize he changed his Twitter handle. He ch Whoa. It's no longer smalls underscore 55. It's, yeah, it's at S McLaughlin CFB. All right, so here we go. Let me put these on. Yeah, get don't doing the Denny Nagel fumble here. Hold okay. on. Now, are you a Beatles fan, Ryan? Because that guy was great. All those Beatles stories. Uh, my my grandfather is much more of a Beatles fan than I am. Oh, that that hurt me right there with the way you just said that. My grandfather is a Beatles fan. My dad Love you, was. Grandpa. Oh my God, my dad was a radio DJ. I grew up with the Beatles playing all the time, so that was fascinating. I could have talked to him forever. What? And he does look. And he looks like McCartney. I mean, he's. That was one of the things that Caden said. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right? He looks yeah. like him. And he's like, my bank account says differently. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what that means. And he looks like Paul McCartney. I don't know if he's that sort of, But he had the same mouth and everything. And, and if he sounds like him, oh, my God, we're going to have a great show this weekend. All right. So anyway, uh, do you want to introduce Spencer? Sure. He's your friend. Let's yeah. do it. And he's a friend of the show. This is probably like his seventh time on the show. Yeah. And he's got a, a sharp haircut and a different angle for us this week. Yeah, it's no longer looking at the anyway. Anyway, the, the, the voice of Southern Utah Athletics, uh, Oregon Ducks super fan, host of Locked On Ducks. Not sure what the Locked On Pac-12 is going to do, um, but yes, the the voice of Southern Utah Athletics, pretty good golfer, Spencer McLaughlin. Oh, pretty good golfer. Wait, that sounds like there's been some uh, there's been some wagering on the links. No, no not not. No, between the two no. Of us. Ryan yeah. is smart enough to not wager against me on the Ooh. golf course. Oh, what's your handicap? Low. Well, ask me my handicap. What's your handicap? My clubs. Good night, everybody. Woo! Oldest golf joke in the world. All right. So, Spencer, what's up? It looks like you got a, a fresh cut there. Your hair looks different. Yeah, yeah. I got my I, – so I, I hate having long hair. Um, my mom has been – welcome to the new setup. This is the same room, by the way, <laughs> just to be clear. We just, we've just tweaked things around a, a little bit. And, and Ryan clearly doesn't care about me anymore because he doesn't know that I'm hosting Locked On College Football oh. in lieu of Locked On Pac-12. Oh. I, I didn't know it changed. I'm sorry. <laughs> hence, hence the Twitter handle name. Yeah, it changed It changed a month ago, but nice to talk to you too, buddy. Hey, <laughs> when I see you on Twitter, it just says your name. It doesn't say your handle. There you go. And his defense, and Ryan's defense. Ryan was, he had to be a penguin this morning. He's yeah, very, my brain's all. He's very flustered. He was, he lost a penguin. A penguin. Why are you, a, why are you a penguin? Well, he lost a bet to me. I, it was the, 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 the penguins. The forced onto me. The penguins played the Blackhawks last night. We had to have a rematch bet. And I gave him a goal mm. and a half. My God, what do you? Yeah, when I wanted two and a half. But Connor Bedard came back. We didn't know that he was going to come back. Exactly. Came back by surprise. <laughs> right. It was a surprise, <laughs> surprise, guys. I'm here. Anyway, uh, they won four to one. Even if I would have given you two and a half goals, I still would have won. <laughs> 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 All 
Uh, enough hockey. Uh, we got Spencer here. Spencer, uh, what did you want to talk about with Spencer Ryan? You were saying you'd. Well, you'd... We can talk college basketball. We can talk uh, college football, the video game coming back. Well, we can yeah, talk baseball, let, yeah, let's do that. But uh, college basketball, before we even get into men's, Caitlin Clark, how amazing is that? Did you watch that game last night? Uh, okay. I So I did not I did not see high, the entire game. But okay. She's insane. That's ridiculous. Like, like, she, like, she's not good. She's not really good. She she's actually insane. Yeah. And I mean, what a what a spectacle for a sport that is is certainly growing in popularity because of figures like her and Angel Reese as well. I mean, if you put the two of them on TV, like that that's that's must watch television. But that Iowa women's basketball game is a sold out yeah. crowd. Everybody is there. Yeah, and it's just to see her and when you talk about nil valuation and players you know on the women's side especially staying in college because they can make more money there than they can in the wnba considerable that is the amount yeah. Example. yeah exactly yeah, the perfect example as to why because she is she's the entire sport right now I, I and mean, i think roughly a- it's roughly eight hundred thousand dollars a year she's making if not close to a million wnba the salary is like 75 to eighty thousand dollars so yeah, I mean, what, yeah, there's no and and by the way, you're gonna get better crowds in college because yeah. in the WNBA, you you just have the fans from you know who, whoever are fans of women's basketball, but in college you get the football and the men's basketball or baseball or whatever niche sport fans who are also like, hey, this is really really cool, and I want like I'm a fan of the university, right? And so you can get those sorts of crowds. So I completely understand why. You know, I mean, and on the men's side, a player of that caliber would never come back. And I think it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It I really think it's is. awesome because on the men's side, it stinks. You get these great players sometimes, and then they're one and done to the NBA, and you're like, wow, that was fun for an hour and two March <laughs> Madness games. Like, that was great, you know? So I, I she she's the face of not just college basketball on the women's side. I think she's just the face of women's basketball. She is. I, I think I think she's probably the most famous women's basketball player in the world right now. And she's the Taylor Swift of women's athletics right now. I was going to go the entire show and not mention that person's <laughs> name, but you know what? Thanks for that, Frank. You have but to. you are you're a hundred percent right. Is like that is what she is. She she is such a big draw because she plays like no other girl really plays it's not that girls haven't been able to shoot for a long time but nobody shoots like this unbelievable i mean the shot she hit to break the record that's stupid (laughs) that's that's stupid yeah from the logo she's going to her left and she's pulling up from 30 feet at an angle what is that i don't know what what what, like what what is that and i mean it's got to be fun to coach her because you can just, you just, it's got to be a, a constant occurrence of the infamous Steph Curry play against the Clippers, where he splits two guys behind the back, turns around, just looks at the rim, throws it up and makes it. And Steve Kerr's going like this. What are you? <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. <laughs> like it has to be that on a constant loop with her. Now, and, I have a, and, I wait, mean, I have a question for you and Ryan. Is it legal for her? Next year to suit up for the University of Iowa men's team. Is she allowed to play? Could she play one game in the men's? You want to talk about causing a, a TV viewer? Uh, Could she do that? Is that legal? No. Damn it. Your college eligibility is tied to the years that you play, and you would not be able unless they made a special exemption. Well, which, she has you know, a year left, though, right? Because that's why they're saying she shouldn't come out. So she has a year of eligibility. She still has a year of eligibility left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She yeah, still has a year. Okay. I'm, being, I'm, being, year. I'm being 
I'm being dead, dead serious here. She should stay in college. That, well, season. that's what they're saying. Yeah, she's going to make more money, and why not take that extra? Because once she's going to be, if she went right now, if she got drafted in the WNBA, I think Indiana has the number one pick. Right. Which again, the Hoosiers. Yeah, she would be the number one pick, of course. And Indiana, she stays one more year. She makes that record unbreakable. Yeah, she makes it unbreakable. And then, I mean, by the way, you want to see teams. You want to see teams. Uh, what's it, not flopping, but uh, what's the word? Tanking. The, tanking. Holy crap. Every WNBA team is going to be, no, you take, no, go ahead. You win. You win. Because everyone's going to yeah. want her because she's a gold mine. So, uh, well, let's move to men's. Let's move to men's hoops. Uh, what do you want to talk about in men's hoops? Uh, you're obviously, a, a, you follow the Pac-12, but you also follow just college basketball. College basketball in general. College basketball in general. I'm a, I'm a college basketball junkie. Like, oh, okay, I, good. I love, I know I've got the college football flag here because that's <laughs> the new show is locked on college football. Check it out on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. But we will. I, I'm so excited for March. Like th this month right now, because the college football calendar is so broken and stupid and disorganized, <laughs> there aren't that many like major news stories that capture everybody's attention. And so we're in the dog days of sports because the NBA has lost me as as a fan <laughs> for a couple of reasons. After the in season uh, tournament, what's there? What's the point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of what I mean, there are a lot of things I, I think the NBA has done that, that are missteps and why their television numbers have come down. But college basketball is carrying me to March and then college basketball is going to amplify my March because it is the greatest sport. Like it's the greatest sporting event. That college is. football is the greatest sport on planet Earth. As I say on my show every day, college basketball March Madness is the greatest sporting event in the world there's nothing like it but when you're in the dog days of of february right now the nfl that's all done and over with college football yeah that you know everything's kind of cycled itself through and there are definitely storylines to talk about but nothing that you know feels like it's got everybody on board with it and i think that college basketball is such a tremendous product and the urgency that you've got for teams and you know, trying to make the tournament and bubble pushes and everything like that. Every day is is absolutely huge. I'm feeling that up at Southern Utah. Both teams are fighting to get inside the top eight to make the conference tournament in March because not everybody automatically gets in. So you know, every game has just got such a big, big feel to it for for the Thunderbirds on both the men's and women's side, and it makes it really, really fun. So yeah, I'm 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 a huge right. huge college. Who are player. your four number one seeds right now? Bracketology by Spencer. Well, if I were to be a bracketologist, the sport would be in a dire situation. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if I'm if I'm putting out four teams that I think are going to make the best run at the NCAA tournament, I'm not basing this off resume, but like my top four teams, you have to have a UConn out there yeah. because. They look very good. I'm not going to pick them to win. Okay. I am not that foolish. I'm not going to go through, <laughs> pick, make a bracket, and pick a repeat champion. Like yeah. it's it's March. Yeah, that's just that's just no. Yeah, UConn's got to be up there. Death taxes and Matt Painter at Purdue. Everybody everybody knows that. I like North Carolina and Kansas, uh, and then I would have Houston just missing that top four. Oh wow! And I, I Ryan's Ryan's very happy to hear North Carolina as he's a beloved. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're. A one seed. I, I think they've kind of. They might. They might not be a one asleep, seed. Yeah. I'm just telling you. If especially if you give me the right draw in that bracket, I'm picking them to go far. I like that team. I like Hubert Davis a lot. I think Duke is fine. Like Duke is probably a Sweet 16 team, <laughs> but 
I think Carolina. See, that's me pandering to Ryan. I know. <laughs> I, I, that's all right. I think Carolina is. A Even team. though he doesn't follow your right handle anymore, but whatever. Well, so actually, so so you made the point of Kansas as a one over yeah. Houston. Do you think Kansas ends up winning the Big Twelve over Houston? I I have a hard time. You talking about the regular season or the conference the, tournament? Conference tournament. Because that's going to ultimately decide there. I'm hard pressed to pick right? against Bill Self when it comes to the Big Twelve. Yeah. I, I think Kelvin Sampson's great. I think Houston's really good. Their transition from the American to the Big 12 has been so seamless and a testament to the caliber of basketball they've been playing over there for, for many, many years. I just have a hard time looking at Kansas and saying, I'm not going to pick them because I love the way they use Hunter Dickinson. I think that he's really, really solid. And just watching the rest of their team, I, I think they just have such a clear vision of what they are and who they are, and they have they, they never look lost. That's what I feel watching Kansas play. They never feel like they are lost or stuck mm. or relying on one guy, and I love that when looking for a dangerous March team. I think this Kansas team is very, very yeah, good. Yeah, I like watching them play. They're they they they're always solid. Bill Self, he knows what he's doing. I, I have a futures bet. Uh, by the way, there's a Caitlin Clark commercial on as we talk. I want to let Spencer know my futures bet and how wise it is. Ten dollar okay. bet pays two thousand on a bubble team to win the NCAA tournament. They're going to get hot what at the right time. Pit Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Listen, it's the only bet. I bet you it because it's, it's, it's Blake you know, it's, Henson. It's, and, it's funny. It's funny you bring them up. You guys play the Daily Dozen trivia from Barstool. Uh, I have not. I know of it. I have not. I was doing the stunt so yesterday. I play, I play it with my brother and two of our friends every day, and we keep a running tally of who can get the most right. Okay. Um, and it's 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 super fun. And there was I'll I'll give you guys this trivia question. You didn't know you were getting this from me today, All but right. guess what? This Bonus. Is, this is where we are. Of course, you've already hinted at it. What power forward was an All Conference All American at Pitt in two thousand and nine? He's about 6'7", 240 pounds, and went on to have a career in the NBA. 2009? 2009. Uh, it's not Brian Shorter? No, Brian Shorter. Guy, nope. He was way before that. Brian nope. Shorter. Uh, God, Pitt. Uh, uh, give me initials. That's the only clue I'm at. Oh, is it? Uh, it's not Steve Adams. No, nope. powerful. What's, give me the initials. DB. Please. Dante Brown. I just made that name up. Um <laughs> <laughs> Donald Bovillar. I, uh, Devin. Dewan Blair. Oh my God. Dewan, uh, Dewan Blair. Uh, did he play Dewan for the uh, Spurs, right? Yes, he did. Yeah, for, that's right. For quite a while. But when he was at Pitt, he was, he was he, quite good. I think he's the only Pitt basketball player I can name off, off the top of my head. Jerome Lane. Come on. Up. Send it in, Jerome. I, I send it in, Jerome. To, the best dunk ever. Cam Johnson. I, br I, I bring that up to say. Have have you accepted that you're not getting that ten dollars back? <laughs> yeah, it's a donation. As Matt never <laughs> reminds me frequently when I tell him my futures, but he goes, "Oh, it's a nice donation to the South Point." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Spencer, a couple questions before uh, I want to know who your pick then is to win it all in. Uh, and, and by the way, your conference that you cover the most—that's the, the WAC. The WAC, yeah. yeah tell us WAC. about the WAC. Who do you like in the WAC first? Well, it's hard to not like GCU. They have the best record in all of college basketball. Their only losses this year are to South Carolina, who's in the top 15. Yeah. And they did lose a game to Seattle U in conference play. Other than that, they Seattle are U? What? Who's that? 22-2. and two. The Red Hawks. I yeah, love college are... basketball. I don't know if I've ever heard uh, yeah. of Seattle U. College basketball is electric, let me tell you. And Seattle <laughs> U was in Cedar City last night. And let me tell you, 
they can play some basketball and they can shoot the basketball and they've got a couple of uh of power five transfers on on their roster and that's usually a path to success when you're a mid-major team gcu's the favorite they're, they're the heavy favorite they should be their roster is ridiculously talented they've got a guy named tyan grant foster who you will hear about come ncaa tournament time i don't know if gcu is going to have the resume to make it at large they do have a win over san diego state in their non-conference that that should help but Everyone's kind of looking up at them right now, but Seattle U's win against them uh, up, up in Seattle on January 20th, I think it's kind of given other teams a glimmer of hope at least to show, okay, these guys are not completely unbeatable. They can be knocked off. They can be defeated. You got to shoot the basketball well, but that's typically what takes place in an upset anyway. So I, I think that everyone's kind of looking at GCU as a clear favorite. They should be. They have a ridiculously talented roster, but something i just can't get by guys is it's march <laughs> like crazier things have happened in, in in march i mean farley dickinson beat perdont and they were uh, stuck in they, an elevator for god's sakes yesterday they're stuck in an they're ready elevator, to tip like, it off uh, where's the team they're stuck in an elevator firefighters are on their way hysterical yeah i mean you you, you just never know like crazier upsets have, have happened but you know california baptist has been good uh, unfortunately they had uh, an injury recently that's gonna maybe hamper their chances to make a run in the tournament but that just makes it feel a lot more open because cbu had kind of been you know the number two or three teams solidly but now are you going to have like a tarleton in there or a stephen f austin and you know there's a fascinating i mean fascinating race at the bottom southern utah is on the outside looking <laughs> in right now but they're two games back and they play utah valley who they're two games back of because they beat the lancers on thursday night they play them tomorrow night, 6.30 p.m., games on, on ESPN+, Plus, and I'll, I'll have the call from the AFEC, and oh, wow. that's just going to be a humongous game, a, a humongous – because there aren't that many opportunities left. Like, you look up, and, you know, college basketball feels like it's this big, long season, and early on it gets overshadowed by college football, which is understandable because football's, you know, the, the best and the biggest and whatnot. But right now you look up and you say – Hey, if you're trying to get inside the top eight of the conference standings and you're, you know, on the bubble or a game or two out of it, guess what? You got like six games. Yeah. You you just you just don't have that many opportunities left. But Ken Palm rates the WAC as the 13th best conference in the country, only two behind uh, the WCC, which has got Gonzaga and St. Mary's in it. So I, I think it's, you know, a, a great league to cover. They've got tremendous depth and, and competitive balance. GCU has definitely separated themselves. There's no doubt about that. But, but is wait, what, real quick about Grand Canyon, are they even a real college? Isn't that like they're like very much a party? Well, they were a they're a party. They, yeah, they were once upon a time of a, a, a for-profit school. Yeah, and they are not it. They are not anymore. It it is indeed a real uh, private Christian university, and they they have got a a real tangible commitment to athletics yeah they got a lot and of money coming in it is crazy and, 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 and i mean their fans but it, you know money, yeah, money they doesn't are, yeah. give you money doesn't give you everything if it were texas football wouldn't have made one college football playoff appearance uh, that's <laughs> like they've got they've got the most athletic department revenue of anybody in the country that hasn't really seemed to help them very much they haven't won a national championship in almost two decades now so i i i commend them for you know the way that they go about their their athletic department and yeah. the way that that it is run because yeah they 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 have money and that helps but to imply texas a&m it gives you everything <laughs> 
Okay. It just, it, I, 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 it just does. I've never subscribed to that notion. All right. All right, Spencer, we'll get you out on this because uh, I know you're a Seattle guy. You're a Seattle Mariners fan. Yes. You've worn Mar- Mariner, Mariner paraphernalia on the show many times. We have just released here at the South Point Sportsbook. We have Major League win totals. Do you want to take a guess at what your Mariners are? Um, I could I could lie and sound really smart, or I could remember like Abraham Lincoln: "Honesty is the best policy." All right, you've already and tell you that Ryan te- Ryan texted ah, me their win total Ryan. earlier today. Eighty-seven. See, yeah, so I I think that's about the right number. I like the Mariners' offseason. I'm not enamored with it. But I like it. It okay. is better on paper than what they had a season ago. But a year ago, we said the same things. Hey, this lineup on paper is better <laughs> than what you had in 2022 when you made the playoffs. And they took a step back yeah. because they didn't have a DH. They were rotating AJ Pollock, Tommy Lastella. And some other guy, and then Colton Wong was just a disaster. That, that guy's, I can't believe he's still in the league, but anyway. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, look at his numbers before he went to Seattle. I never thought I would say the words, I miss Adam Frazier. <laughs> well, you're talking about an ex-pirate there, so be careful. But yes. Adam- <laughs> I, I'm just saying, he came to the Mariners. I know. Very he hyped. hit like 235, and we couldn't stand him. We couldn't run him out of the building fast enough because you hit 235. What? That's yeah. just not where your career is. Oh, my gosh, that's a disappointment. And 235 was about 70 points higher than Colton Wong. <laughs> Colton Wong, who's a pirate killer when he was with St. Louis, and then he oh goes to Milwaukee. They get Then he goes to the Dodgers and actually – Plays pretty decently because they use them like, you know, once every week, whatever. But that guy's annoyed me more than any player in baseball for the last 10 years. Oh, he has man. beaten the Pirates was- with homers at least seven times. I'm just always ninth inning. He's a Pirate killer. So I'm glad to see him. I, I want him out of the league. And Frazier, Frazier they said, oh, he's going to win a batting title someday. He's got a great swing. He's gone downhill since we traded him to the Padres. So we, we made out on that deal. Oh yeah, the Padres and then and the Mariners both are their fan bases are united in their disdain of Adam Frazier. And where, he's in Kansas City now, right? He just signed a deal with the Royals, I think. He was like with a the two-year, Orioles. Yeah, last no, he year. just he just signed with the Royals for decent money. Two years. Uh, uh, Ryan's pulling it up now, but anyway. Yeah, that'll that'll reshape their franchise. I just look at this futures page and I see Dodgers one hundred and three and a half, and that's just insane. Where's Adam Frazier? He did sign a one-year deal with the Royals for four and a half. Million. One year for four million. I thought I saw that. All right, Spencer. So you will be calling games for uh, the tournament, or when, where? Where can we hear you, and where for, can we find for, you? For Southern Utah, for Southern, Southern Utah, Utah. On, on on ESPN Plus, all all the home games that That's that they've got, and then I'll I'll do any radio game or any radio calls they'd have in the uh, in the conference tournament. But they got to get there, and it's not it's it's not a given. But there's there's still time for him to get back into it. But right. tomorrow's a big game, six thirty p.m. Mountain. Time ESPN Plus Southern Utah Utah Valley. That and is he's calling that you're I calling can, that game. I oh man, overstate the importance of that particular game. <laughs> well, listen, once March arrives, you know we're going to want you back on. We're going to have tournament action. I'm here anytime. You're our go-to guy. If if they don't find a way to get into the tournament, are you going to be in Vegas anyway, calling other games or? Uh, no, because Southern Utah is a uh, softball home series that weekend that that I'll I'll stay in town to call. I'd, I'd miss it if uh, they were in the conference tournament, but if not, then I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll hang around up here and, and watch from afar and just, you know, plaster college basketball. I've got, you know, TVs and computers all over the <laughs> house I live in. Like, they'll just be college basketball. I love it. Here. I love it. He's the best. And thank you for coming on the show, Spencer. As always, Anytime. you're one of the most informed, informed, prepared. I mean, I don't really, I know you, no notes, this guy. 
You bring him on, and it's just like no. I mean, it's just constant twenty four seven preparation, Frank. That's I love just, it. That, Maybe you could teach Ryan some of that. You know what I mean? I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I just had a kid. Could man. you have a little rub that I off? I can't put twenty four hours into that. <laughs> All right, Spencer, and we got the new handle, the new Twitter handle. Yes, indeed, indeed, we do at S McLaughlin CFB. That's the handle right there. Locked on college football Monday through Friday on YouTube. Wherever you get your podcasts, even in the off season, he's still talking about college football and the new EA game indeed. coming. The new EA game is going to be awesome. Oh, right? That's what I wanted to ask. That's I know. Do you want to ask him about it? Yeah. Go ahead quickly. We can do other it. Other than Oregon dynasty mode, what's the the team you're taking to the chip? I mean, I, I, I haven't planned out what my, you know, right now I'm playing NCAA 14 revamped and I just moved from Fresno State to Ohio. Um, you know, I, I won a couple of national championships at Fresno State. We moved to Ohio. Our system no is, is very, very applicable to any roster. You know, there, there were not there was not a completely bare cupboard when I got to Ohio, which is which is great. They're coming off a nine and five year, but we picked up a couple <laughs> of top twenty five wins, just shut out Purdue, number oh eighteen in the country, thirty six to nothing. <laughs> um defense is looking great. I, I love I he love what our defense coordinator game stats backwards and forwards too. <laughs> I love him so much. Spencer, you are one of the best we got. I haven't played EA football in a long time. This will be the first new game since what? Uh, 14. 2013. The game uh, was NCAA 14, but they always did this really weird, and they're doing it again, where the the year on the game is one yes, ahead of the yes, year where it yes. comes out. I agree. I don't I, know who came up with that, but they're sticking to their guns. They're sticking so to you them. Go, but EA anyway, sport, we're we're gonna, in the game. <laughs> get in the game. We're gonna have players' names though. It'll be exciting. Uh, all right, yes, Spencer, thank you so job. much. We're going to take a two-minute yep, break. Anytime, guys. And then we got some posts with punchlines. And Ryan and I wrapping up the show. Don't forget, Brendan Gons, Daytona 500 pick coming up. South Point offers all the types of entertainment you'd expect at a first-class Las Vegas resort. Did you know our 400-seat showroom is one of Las Vegas's top destinations for live entertainment? Enjoy live performances by classic Vegas entertainers, bands, and today's hottest comedians, plus a rock and dance floor. You can also enjoy live entertainment at the Grand View Lounge, where you'll feel all the vibes of old Las Vegas. Enjoy the music, and if you love to laugh, don't miss The Dirty at 12.30, our very own free comedy show, every Friday night at 12.30 a.m. in the Grand View Lounge. The Dirty is 100% free, so arrive early. Go to southpointcasino.com or call the box office at 77136 for today's performances at the showroom and the Grandview Lounge. When you're ready for your favorite cocktail, stop in and unwind at one of our seven specialty lounges. There's a bar around every corner, because you're in Vegas, baby. South Point Casino has plenty of attractions for the whole family. Catch a movie. Our 16-screen movie theater includes two XD extreme screens for the ultimate in viewing, sound, and luxury. After the show, treat the family to a variety of treats at our old-fashioned ice cream parlor, Kate's Corner. We scoop up a variety of creamy concoctions, including smoothies, hand-dipped cones, milkshakes, malts, sodas, and sundaes. At Kate's, there's something for everyone. And if you've still got time to spare, our bowling center might be right up your alley. Voted Best of Las Vegas, it's a great place for friends and family fun. 64 lanes, a pro shop, snack bar, and arcade. And while the kids are bowling, you can play slots and sip on a drink in the Alley Cat Lounge while overlooking the lanes. For our more serious and professional bowlers, the South Point is also home to a separate tournament bowling plaza. 
the man has complete recall of his video game stats. Spencer McLaughlin. Spencer, you're the best. Thanks for being on the show. Jerry, who's downstairs working. I saw McCartney with his brother at T-Mobile, and they also saw Ringo at Planet Hollywood. Yeah, I've seen Ringo and Paul. Two Beatles. Never saw Harrison or Lennon, but uh, Beatles are the best. That show is going to be great. Make sure you come out and see it at the South Point this weekend in the showroom, 7.30 Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. All right, it's time. Do we have music for Post with Punchline to the horn? Bump. Oh, there's a weird lady in the kid kissing a soccer ball. So it's Roseanne Barr. Post with punchlines. Look at all those icons. Mom, did you see the old lady and the kid with the soccer ball today? It's there. All right, we're going with number one. The NBA floor is lit. That's what the kids say, right? That means it's cool. It means it's bitching. Boss. Remember boss, Ann? Oh, that is so boss. Lit anyway. is like turnt. Turnt. Turnt up. Yes, holler. Yeah. Uh, the NBA floor, the, the, the NBA All-Star Game is this weekend, right? Yep. They have this floor that is just spectacular. Look at this thing. It's an LED basketball court. Uh, I actually printed out notes on this. Uh, the slam dunk, the three-point contest, celebrity game, and skills challenge will all be on there. Steph Curry is going against Sabrina, I, uh, Sabrina Ionescu of the New York Liberty. So that's going to be amazing. It's at the stadium where the Colts play, Lucas Oil. But look at that court. They're going to be able to highlight players. It's, I mean, that's going to be outstanding. And they have a music act, probably. They usually have pretty well-known music act at halftime. Yeah, they're right? probably going to have a couple different ones. Yeah, I mean, that floor is, I mean, is that the future for all teams? Who knows? Whatever gets the NBA relevant. Are you an NBA hater? Uh, I mean. There's no Vegas team. Who is your NBA yes. team to root for? Everything Chicago. Oh, that's right. You like the Bulls. Yeah, yeah if the Bulls were any good, I might enjoy it. That's been but. tough. Bulls and the Blackhawks, you have a tough run. And the Bears. It's been tough for you cheese, lately. man. What's that? The cheese. The cheese? No, G's. G's. Oh, G's. Sorry. You're like Look, totally rubbing I, listen, salt in all of this my teams are all on a downswing too, man. I, you know, man, I've never called you man. You know what I mean, man? You know what I'm saying, man. Anyway, uh, the ads covering that floor will be amazing. I'm sure we'll, we'll see at least one Kansas City Chiefs commercial during that on the floor. Uh, all right, let's move on. Sunday Tona. Let's see what I did there. Sunday to Tona. Daytona 500. Do you know how many laps the Daytona 500 is? Uh, is it 200? It's 200. Yeah, very good. 200 laps, 500 miles. That's why they call it the Daytona 500. It's this Sunday in Florida. Uh, any predictions for you on that? Do you know uh, you following the racing? It's big. Uh, we want to point out that Brendan gone. We might as well. We, we should get his. We might as well just pick now since we're talking about the Daytona 500. By the way, the prop sheet right here at the South Point, you can come down. You can bet on uh, groups. You know, they group four racers together, so that way you get one of the four. I will be taking Group B because just like I did for the South Point 400, I will be betting on Joey Logano. Joey, Joey, Vinny, we got an Italian racing. He is in Group B plus two. Let's see, he's plus 250. He's in the number one position, though. He's in the first row. That might That's an advantage in racing. Did you know that? I didn't. I mean, I saw that the practice runs, there were people in like the teens that had, were leading laps. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Daytona 500 this weekend and our own Brendan Gaughan. Brendan Gaughan, former NASCAR racer, is now doing his show here, Gone Racing, which airs every Thursday at 10 a.m. live here in South Point Studios. If you missed the show, the premiere episode, you can watch it on our studio, uh, our South Point Studio page. And we have a clip here. We're going to toss to Brendan talking about the Daytona 500 with his partner, Jeff Motley. I'm taking the field to win. You know why I'm taking the field to win? Because the Beard Oil Chevrolet is in the field. You gotta, you the gotta Mighty Beard Oil 62, baby. 
fast pasta, the 62 Death Wish coffee, pulling into victory lane for the field bet. Got to take it. 20 to 1. Then after that, I'm going three groups. I'm taking group A uh, with Denny Hamlin. I talked about there on earlier. I'm taking, uh, I, I like Austin Cindric in group C, that plus 300 number too far down there for me. And then I'm going to go into group F with that Michael McDowell plus 270. I, I really like that bet as well. The, those are those my favorites to me. And then I'm going to take that Toyota bet. I, I do like the Toyota as the manufacturer to win that this this way too big of a number with more Toyotas than they've ever had. And the guys they have in them, I like them. I think they're strong. All right, there you heard. That's some good insight from Brendan Gaughan. He's saying take the field. He likes the field and he liked Group C. Is that right? Yep. I like Group B because of Joey Logano. But What's, uh, what group is William Byron in? William Byron... Is he, is he in a group or is he in the field? He is in. He's in B with Joey Logano. He's in my group. All right. I'll take that. You like, yeah, you like that? He's the 24 car. Plus 280. Why do you like the, oh, 24 is that's my number. Yeah. That's your number. What was that in? I don't, I listen don't to very little anything. of what he says. Yeah, you know, exactly. I, exactly. I'm sorry. I forgot it's 24 is his number. Uh, all right. Let's move on to the next post. Uh, we were talking about Caitlin Clark. We talked about Caitlin Clark. You have to talk about Caitlin Clark. Because what she did and what she's doing for college basketball and female basketball, especially uh, here is the most impressive lineup to congratulate her on breaking the record. Good roll. We'll, we can talk about all the celebrities that congratulated on her. Hi, Caitlin. Hey, what's there's up, There's Ashton Caitlin? and Yo, what's up, there's Caitlin? Brady. Hey, Caitlin. 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 Caitlin, on behalf yeah. of everyone at the Big Ten Conference, we want to congratulate oh, yeah, you Tom Petiti. the NCAA Women's College Basketball all-time leading scorer. I just wanted to say congratulations on the record. When you're chasing scoring titles, you got to have the first basket and the first points. And I feel honored to have called a lot of those your freshman and sophomore season. Pack. Oh. Caitlin, yeah, I am fangirling <laughs> over here, so I had to make a sign. Oh, they got the deputy Sending commissioner, so too. Sending so much love to you and your family. Congratulations. Hey, Caitlin, congratulations My on the all-time leading scorer in college basketball history. We are proud of you. And, uh, oh, by the way, there's somebody else that wanted to say congratulations. He's pretty good, too. <laughs> hey, Caitlin, congratulations. <laughs> um, I mean, that's big time, real big time. Congratulations. You deserve it. All right, from one player of the year to another player of the year, Caitlin. Congratulations, you're the best. We just want to say congratulations on breaking the scoring record. You did awesome. Just wanted to take a second to say congratulations on the scoring Damn. record to Kaylin Clark. He's a huge fan of your game. Much respect to you. I like the way you do it. You're a real killer. Congratulations on an amazing accomplishment. It's Damn. been so impressive to watch you perform throughout your career. Although, if I'm being honest, your accuracy from long range has made a lot of other quarterbacks look pretty bad yeah just uh just letting you know that anyways congratulations again Beat i can't wait Patriots to see sweat. what's next just want to say congratulations on breaking the all-time scoring record look when i played i hated settling for three points but you've actually turned me into a huge <laughs> a good fan line. of the three not an easy task and i know you've inspired millions of other people along the way caitlin congratulations on being the all-time leading scorer in women's basketball you truly are the goat Unbelievable. That's great. You did great. Who did? Mila, that's what Mila Kunis said. I know. You did great. <laughs> Says Iowa fan. Because Ashton Kutcher, I think, is from Iowa. Uh, he's a big Iowa guy. He, you know, he moved out to L.A. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. This is why you got to hate Ashton. I, I don't. The guy's a businessman. Moved to, moved to Iowa or moved from Iowa to L.A. First week he's in town. He booked that 70s show. It's like showed up for an audition. Gets it. A lot of us have to work a lot harder. 
Anyway, moving on. Anyway, Caitlin Clark, congratulations. She is. I'm surprised I wasn't asked to be in that video. Hey, Caitlin, it's Frank from Punchlines. Congratulations. I wasn't asked. All right. You could do one right now. There you go. Hey, Caitlin, congratulations from Frank Nicotero on Punchlines. Hey, give us a call. We can have you on the show. Free buffet. Yeah. There it is. Add that into the role. I believe that's um, that goes against uh, NCAA. Rules. Oh, I'm not allowed to give her a free buffet. NIL. NIL. I think now I can. Oh. If she does like an ad for it. She can say it sparkles. All right, here we go. Uh, cheesy ending. Let's go to cheesy ending. Uh, yesterday, we it was National Wisconsin Day. We talked about this yesterday. We were like, oh. Cheeseheads. National Wisconsin. The cheeseheads. Um, and the Bucks opened at like a 10 and a, 10, 10 and a half point favorite. I think it closed at around 13. Yep. So you're like, oh, it's Wisconsin Day. Bucks are going to roll against the Grizz. Uh, nope. The Lees. The Lees. The Lees. Memphis Grizz. I call them the Lees. Uh, here it is. Uh, Milwaukee had a chance, right? They're down three, so they got to go for three. Is that Dame right there? Yeah, it's Dame dribbling the court. And then, whoops, whoops, and Still also like, Dame, put it up. Get a shot off. Air nope. Ball. Yeah. Third, uh, money line was the bet last night on Memphis, I guess. We should have been on that. I was too busy watching the Penguins, but congratulations to the Grizz on Wisconsin. Spoiling Wisconsin Day in Memphis. How dare you? How dare you? Doc Rivers' record with Milwaukee. Three and seven. Three and seven since taking over. Now, there's always growing pains learning a new system with a new coach, but uh, that's that's a team. Yeah, falling apart. Yeah, the, the guy who got fired is probably like, <laughs> what did I tell you? Uh, I don't know if you saw the quote from Doc Rivers. He goes, yeah, he goes, not a great effort. Half our team was playing the game. Half our team was in Cabo. <laughs> already, on, already on the all-star break. I like the fact that he said that was hysterical. I love it. Uh, we will have some odds here uh, this weekend. On the three-point contest at South Point, uh, not on the dunk contest because that is a judge thing. Can't do that. Uh, do you watch the NBA All-Star Weekend at all? <laughs> I mean, I'll probably watch the the Curry Ionescu. That's all I want to see. Yeah. I want to see that. I want to see the LED field. Right now, the Western Conference is minus two and a half. The over-under is 186. Oh, no, there it is. Okay, I was going to say, hold on. The over-under, did you see what the over-under is? Take a guess. Over... 240. 365 and a half. Oh, my God. <laughs> they're still doing the, the rules where it's like three quarters and then the first to get. And then in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they yeah. do the Kobe rules or whatever they yeah. call it. Yeah, it's it's definitely different. But it's shocking to see an over. And you know yeah. I love overs. Yeah. 365 and a half points. Yeah. Wow. Ask Spencer. Let's see what Spencer thinks of that. We still have a shot of Spencer up. Spencer, are you surprised by that over amount? 365 points. He's licking his lip for it. <laughs> We always have a freeze frame when we end a video call and it stays on the screen for me to see. Always amusing. That's another good one of Spencer. Uh, and then a couple hockey games and... Uh, just, just one. Grand Salami. What's up? Just one hockey game. Oh, it's just one hockey game. Oh, I see uh, two over the weekend, I guess. Oh, one hockey game tonight. Then there's... Yeah, okay. All right. Well, what are you doing over the weekend? I guess it's baby time. Hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Taking care of Aubrey. She'll be uh, three weeks old this weekend. Wow. Wow. Congratulations. And that little penguin you brought, you got to get that back to her. She's probably missing her penguin right now. Yeah. Does she have a name for the penguin? Frankie? She, it hasn't. Frankie the penguin. Spoken a single word. Well, no, but have you? <laughs> they don't talk by three weeks old. How does that work? Thought they talked at like regular. Okay. Anyway, uh, big weekend here at the South Point. Make sure you come out and see uh, our new friend, Andrew Hill. He is in uh, the fabulous fab, uh, the, fa the fabulous fab, fab. <laughs> The Fabulous Four. No, the, the Forever, forever 
forever fab. Look, just show up to the South Point. Go to the showroom. It's a Beatles tribute act. He was a great guy. I think they're going to be good. I would, I, I'm going to try to go Sunday night. Big Beatles fan. Uh, what else this weekend? I think I'm going to see Night Ranger tonight. Me and Joe D'Amico. I'm going with Joey. Got me a stand here. I got, got a stand. The What's that? He's got the hookup. He's got the hookup, but I got a stand. I got to stand in the pit. I'm a little old for a pit. Ann, you want to go stand in the pit? Not at all. Not no, at all. but <laughs> wait, is that, is the bull riding, when is that bull riding thing? That's that's all weekend. Yeah. Steve Sawworth. No, what, when is, yeah. Oh, when the, is the coach? The Barry Odom thing? That's in March. Yeah, March it's in March. Second. We got a ways to go. Oh, okay. Don't that's... be trying to get me on a bull already. <laughs> By the way, I think I sent to the group text here. My mom says I'm not allowed to get on a bull. I don't think any of us saw that. Yeah. I sent it to you all. I'm not getting on a bull. Barry Odom's getting on a bull. I don't want to steal his heat. Come on. I'll, I'll, I'll show him up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for watching the show on Monday. Alex White will be here. Chris Andrews will be here. And very special guest. You might remember her as a top 10 finalist on AGT a few years back. Comedian Vicky Bobolak will be here. Very funny. So I'm excited for that on Monday. Good luck in all your bets all week. I'm Frank Nicotero. Thanks for watching Punchlines Lines live in Nevada every show. Jerry's brother says you can ride the mini bulls. <laughs> Danny says you can ride the mini Fine. bulls. Fine. Mini bull.